Welcome everybody to the immaterial, immaterial gamers podcast. <laughs> the immaterial gamers. The immaterial gamers. The immaterial gamers podcast episode one seventy six. One hundred and seventy six episodes. Ryan, what the hell? I, I don't know what the hell's going on, man. Just... Weekly, weekly. Let's... Yeah, let's just let's just say it. We're fucking stubborn. Yeah, even when it looks like we're gonna fail, we still find a way to get it in. Yeah, we are the Jurassic Park of podcasts. Well, the whole reason this went live is because we were starting to be able to... We were starting to struggle to get people on. So we decided to start doing it the day of, or the day before it released, technically, but... Yeah. The last day of post-processing. Indeed. But yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Terry and Ryan. Hello. The Immaterial Gamers team. And... Yo. We oh, will... What's been going on? There's, uh, it's been a crazy Christmas. Yeah. Too much. Cl- closer it gets to Christmas, the weirder it gets. Too much shopping. Too much everything. Oh, don't even get me started about Christmas shopping. Went on Saturday, and oh my god. Any riots? Well, uh, no, no riots. <laughs> uh, no, no, no anti-vaxxers clogging up the place. Um, there was a situation where where. Nice invisible bottle, by the way. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it was a situation where um, I was able to get a lot of Christmas shopping out of the way with uh, Martin's sister before Martin had managed to leave the shop or leave a shop. I'm sort of being coded just in case. Because I know what's going on, Martin knows what's going on. But oh yeah, you don't want to take the chance that they find their uh, mm-hmm. find out what they're. I mean, they, they kind of they they know the shop. I'm not explaining what you know what's happened inside the shop. So, um, but yeah, they they were in there for about an hour and ten minutes while we managed to check the rest of the the shopping center out. Well, at least a good two thirds of the shopping center. So that was that was that was fun. Um... Turns out people really want those items. Which is just, you know, hilarious. Everybody but, wants all yeah. the items. All the items. Absolutely. So, yeah. But that being said, now, for me at least, it's done. Just yeah, I think wrap I'm them up. just about done. I got a few things left to pick up, but yeah. pretty much done. Oh, yes. Martin has to brave Stockport on Thursday. He got everything but one present because the place that he needed to go to doesn't have a shop in Manchester. So, uh... Where he has is to go he trying like to shop? A, um, I kind of got to be sort of coded, but let's just say where shiny things are. Oh, shiny. Ah. Okay, there we go. That's where I've got it. It's, um, no, it's a jewellery shop, but Ah. That particular brand of jewellery shop was not available there. Okay. So um, so he either has to go to another shopping centre, the Trafford Centre. You've been there when you came uh, to to Blighty those years ago. Um, or Stockport. Stockport's probably the least infuriating of the two options. Yeah. When you come into Christmas. yeah not, by, not by much, Martin says, but, uh, you know, close call. But uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, that's, that's great. We'll have to see what we're going to end up doing for the the Christmas podcast mind as well, because uh, 
the Christmas falls on a Saturday, but generally we usually pre-record Christmas podcasts. Yeah, I won't even be around for it, so I'll be in. No, so we. So we'll, it'll probably have to get pre-recorded because I'll be yeah. in Mississauga for Christmas. I'll be I'll be getting my booster shot, so I'd really don't want to be on the situation of trying to do a live podcast. Yeah, so we'll, we'll worry about that then. Yeah, yeah, we still got like another week and a half for that, but yeah. Um. Anyway, that's that's me. That's me just uh, rambling for a few minutes before we end up into our regular segments. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll move on to our regular segment of what's been played, 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 played. played, played, played. <laughs> um, we'll start with me because I'm on the left and I'm trying to th- have a brain fart of what I've played this week. <laughs> um, Hold on, you're trying to have a brain fart. No, I, I, I'm trying to think while having uh, a brain fart. Is what, see, uh, I told yeah, you, that's... it's just constant. Um, but yeah, basically. What I've played this week is mostly League of Legends. Mostly started playing a Minecraft. I think I talked about that last week. Me and Stefan started playing a Minecraft. We didn't get very far last week. We still haven't got very far because I haven't had any time with Christmas I mean, and everything coming up. It's just been... Yeah, hell, I, mean, I, haven't I mean, even... look what you've had to decorate, man. It's, you know, it's just like... Look at look at yeah, the nice pretty the... fireplace back here. Creepy face coming through uh, the background there for a second. The house is haunted. Jump scare. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's been a been busy couple weeks, mm. and yeah, I mostly been playing around at Space Engineers a little bit, and haven't played Space Engineers since last week, so I can't really talk about that one. Mm. It, it's funny because last week's podcast happened so late that it's basically the same as this week's for me because I haven't had, like, I came home yesterday from work after that last podcast, pretty much. I've been at work since. Oh. So really all I've had to play was some League of Legends yesterday. Played a few games and a very, very minor touch of Space Engineers last night while I was still half asleep. No. So. Fair enough. Well, at least, I mean, I guess I can at least pick it up somewhere, can't I? Yeah. Into, into what's being played. Um... Well, if if anyone was around at the end of the evening, or like at the beginning of the evening today, uh, I finally completed League of Legends, I'm uh, sorry, Ruined King of League of Legends story, got the full title right, Ryan, dear god. Uh, as I tweeted out afterwards, 35.7 hours, 19 streams, and the story of Ruined King is complete. Nearly got my ass You've kicked. You've completed it. Are you 100% complete? 100% story completion. 100% story completion. Wow. Yeah. Um, so there's only like a couple of like little bits that I missed. Um, so a couple of pieces of the lore that I didn't find. And there was like a, a little area of the map that didn't sort itself out for me. But yeah. As, as for the story and basically the main bits that I consider part of it, which is all the legendary weapons. All done. All done. I mean, it helps that it plays that Roman King plays like um, Airship Syndicate, who made the game. Uh, it plays like Battle Chasers Night War, similar sort of game, um, turn-based RPG, legendary weapons, level cap of thirty level caps. That's a, that's a thing that doesn't usually happen in single-player RPGs anymore, or at least 
not a level cap like that. Yeah, I was gonna say level caps really seem to come into play in multiplayer because you usually have to get to max level. Yeah, like they have levels for certain tasks. Mm-hmm. But single player games, they don't usually. Yeah, I mean, well, I've got to think. So the last sort of situation, the last one that I've had that had a level cap that wasn't going to get anywhere near at the time was um, Megaton, Shin Megami Tensei 3. Pokemon? <laughs> no. No, where I thought like a lot of like single-player level RPG level caps are usually like 99. The level cap for SMT 3 is 255. That sounds more like uh, a hex limit. <laughs> it, it, it is a bit of a hex thing, but... But, you know, if you get yourself to 255 and still can't complete the game, that's a problem. Especially because of how more tactical SMT games like them and Persona operate. They're more like mini puzzles as opposed to as opposed to sort of your traditional RPGs. So you can't always just brute force it. Because you'll just get you'll just get absolutely punished. But Ruin King was not that sort of case there's still you know a lot of tactical stuff in it uh you know i kicked the ass of the ruin king it is ninety thousand health uh ninety thousand health yeah and it's and it's three phases of combat and uh yeah really enjoyed it and like the main the main main shame for it was that this game should have come out before the ruin king event in league of legends proper because it explains a lot and I'm sort of in my head of just wondering whether it destroyed, you know, whether it made the visual novel event worse, or if it could have actually just brought it up to make it a little bit, you know, tolerable. Uh, okay. Apparently, um, Stefan has a question for me. Ah, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and Drew's here as well. <laughs> so, uh, uh, hello. Uh, that's the benefits of coming into a live podcast is that yes. uh, you can ask questions. What is Dust's question, Stefan? Yes, Stefan has a question. It's probably, why can I not get on the server? Probably. Uh, oh. What? He wants oh. a photo of you on a ladder. Well, the ladder's put away now, so... It's too late for that wow. now. What is this? This is, this is, oh, this is classic mum said no, ask dad territory though, isn't it? It sounds about is right for Sapphire? Stefan. She said no, fuck off. And so it's like, oh no, mum said I can't do it. Dad! To which Terry goes, ask you mum. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's that, that's Ruin King. I have also braved the, braved the storm of the Q counter in Final Fantasy XIV Online Endwalker. And I've made some progress. You've made some uh, progress. Some progress, yeah. Um, level eighty-two, the level caps ninety. Um, the most, the the best times I can seem to play, Endwalker at the moment are on a Saturday morning, or a Friday evening. Because um, anything else during the week is just queues of five to six thousand people, all having the same idea I have. Yeah. And that's what um, Danny basically said. He's like, I, I don't even try anymore. Yeah, it's just like, 
I mean, that being said, oh, you get to like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, and the queues from 5,000 people end up just going down to a queue of 20, or no queue at all, which is nice. But, um, you know, doesn't really do much else. Um, but yeah, enjoying it. I like the quality of life changes to my class. I play a bard. Or archer. The bards are archers. That That's weird. Can also use their bows as musical instruments. Don't don't worry too much it, about it. Is it, is it like a harp? It's Final Fantasy. Is it like a harp? Um, with one string? In a sense, <laughs> yeah. In a sense, yeah. And um, some weird. of the some of the some of the like the archer bows do just kit out into like a lute. So um, you know that that's the thing. But yeah, no, enjoying it so far. The story's pretty cool. I uh, don't want to spoil too much of the story. A lot of people do like the the story, the main scenario quest progression through the game, and you know, characters can die or be changed in big ways, and people just like it. The way that the the way that Final Fantasy deals with it compared to something like World of Warcraft is like, you know, they they put the story front and center. I mean, World of Warcraft used to put the front story front and center. And they put their abuse allegations front and center. Um, what, the fuck, Blizzard? <laughs> what the fuck, Blizzard? What the fuck, Blizzard? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, enjoying that so far. And we'll we'll get to we'll get to what the fuck, Blizzard? I, I've not still not made a. a yeah, I've been thinking it, about yeah. it, but I know as soon as we do, it's gonna disappear. Yeah, there'll be there'll be there'll be nothing else left. Or or Blizzard oh, will start yeah. knocking on our door. Yeah. Oh God, I prefer not I prefer for Blizzard not to knock on the door. Yeah, me too. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to use the Blizzard logo. That that'd be that'd be stupid. But um, you know. So, I haven't got the link for this. I mean, I think it's... Unless there's anything else, it's news time now, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're moving on to the news, because I can't think of anything else. Yeah. Of course, Steph would want them to knock on my door. Maybe they'll bring a big... Maybe they'll bring one of those oversized checks. Say, hey, you've been bringing us money. Here's an oversized check. Yeah, now you can use it in the legal case that we're now going to be putting on your ass. Yeah, pretty much. Ridiculous. So before I actually get onto the news piece I want to talk about, I can't find the link anymore because it happened during the Game Awards. Um, okay. And as I know you and Steph sort of briefly touched on, uh, Jeff Keighley, the host of the Game Awards, basically <laughs> yeah, deciding um, oh yeah, no, we're just going to act as if there's been no abuse allegations going on in the, in the games industry and uh, we're not going to talk about it. Oh wait, you want me to talk about it? Alright, fine, fine. I will not mention Activision at any point through this Game Awards, other than the awards. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Maybe a little bit too late. Um, you know, discussions of Activision members on the thing. Cyberpunk got one. I didn't get the one they wanted. It didn't get the I'll one they that. wanted? No, they want, the one that they wanted was, well, there was two. Game of the Year, which... Not a chance. But the other one that they went for is um the other one that they went for is uh, best RPG. Um and it lost. And it yeah. lost out to 
it lost out to what I definitely thought was the best RPG of this year. Um, the game that me and Stefan both played, and I also played on stream, uh, Tales of Arise. Woo! Tales of Arise RPGs, J- JRPGs. God, Tales of games are so good, and you, they, they, uh, they definitely need to be there. What award did Cyberpunk get then, Stefan? Because I haven't, I haven't got a, the the foggiest one. Best best music design. Um, best best uh, most improved. Which I mean, to be honest, you're down at the bottom. The only way is up. All right, thank you. Um, so Steph's Steph's gonna find that out. I mean, I could have done it myself, but but so news has come. But the news piece that I didn't see or that I couldn't find it was on Kotaku, and it was basically Jeff Keighley briefly mentions abuse in the games industry. It's underwhelming. Was like the headline or something like that. He. <laughs> I know it's probably not his intent. He he is a big games person, but he is also a big business person. I know, I know that. Who and is? that's that's the sort of thing. But but his sort of announcement. Uh, hold on. Are we still talking about um? What's this? I can't remember his name. Jeff now. Keighley in the Game Awards. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you had moved on to somebody else. I was like, wait a minute, did I miss something? No. Sorry about uh, that. I'm just trying to see if I can find his. Ah, here we go. The, the 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 statement I can actually put it uh, I will place it into the news channel and you can put it in the source if you if you wish. Alright. So I'll just do that. There we go, so it's the bottom one. Um yeah, so what's the Kotaku? The headline is Jeff Keighley opens game awards with disappointing vagueness. Disappoint disappointing vagueness. So you know, so he he did you know, say that the games industry needs to deal with these, you know, abuse allegations and blah blah blah. But then, and you know, he being vague about misconduct at Activision Blizzard, never called them out by name, just ignored them completely. And I can understand that bit. It's just like, don't want to provide, you know, companies with stuff at the biggest game awards ceremony of the the year for the games industry. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, we might joke about it all much, but the Game Awards is the Oscars of the gaming industry. It's just how it is. But he quote, quote, Games creators need to be supported by the companies that employ them. I think we all agree with that. We should not and will not tolerate any abuse, harassment or predatory practice by anyone, including our online communities. Now, if I didn't know any better and, you know, read that, what he's intentionally or otherwise done is said the games industry like the gamers are at fault for the abuse that is being found in the games industry yeah which which yeah like i say i don't i don't think it's intentional but anyone could read it that way yeah i don't um, know but then he he did open there is a like a the, there's an online harassment hotline that you know he asked for monies to go to for people to donate and stuff like that. So that's that's what I mean, it just reads to me that he's he wasn't prepared to feel that he needed to talk about you know the state of the games industry during Stephen has found his, it. his own award. Ah, okay. I'll just take a small break before I carry on with my uh, soapbox moment. And the award that Cyberpunk 2077 won was... Drumroll, please. 
Oh. It didn't. Oh. <laughs> so it didn't so they... win anything. It got in last. <laughs> so they, 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 they got the in. award for they got the award for also participated in yeah. every category it was put in. <laughs> they got the participation award for every category. That's the the you tried award. I mean, you know, next year there may be an award that just says overwhelmingly negative to overwhelmingly positive on Steam <laughs> award. Well, uh... I wouldn't say overwhelmingly positive. Maybe just positive. But um, yeah, so they didn't. Uh, so they didn't actually win any awards. I thought it was a little bit off. Um, but yeah, so like I say, it just it just comes down to the thing of it probably won the CG Project Red Game of CG Project Red's Year Award. Just to answer that Steph said, I'm sure I saw something saying it won something. But you know. Uh, if we find anything else, if Steph finds anything else out during the podcast, we'll we'll uh, mention it. But we'll yeah, let you know. I think, yeah, Jeff Keighley's obviously just decided he he just messed up there. Like I said, I don't think he intentionally goes and wants to go. No, guys, please stop! T- please stop looking at the the like the abuse and harassment. Look at the games. Will somebody think about the games? Games, the games. But yeah, it, games, didn't, it didn't come out very games. well. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that. And that leads on. That leads on to the truest what the fuck Blizzard moment of the past week. What has been going on with Blizzard? I haven't oh. actually kept up with them. So, like there I is a link crazy. for you there. Is another Kotaku article, actually. Um, the one called I see it. Activision Exec to Organizing Workers. Please don't unionize. Oh, dear. Bad to worse. So this is what the fuck, Blizzard. Oh, I grabbed. How the hell did I get Kotaku? Oh, okay, I see. Ignore the Kotaku just... at the end of the link. Yeah. Well, we know it's from Kotaku at that point, anyway. But yeah, yeah there was. I saw this on the Twitter sphere because I follow people who do keep up with abuse in the games industry as a as a as a thing. Um, an email was sent out to all employees at Activision Blizzard. Uh, by, well, written by Brian Bulato or Bul- Bulateo? Bulateo? Um, Bulateo? Yeah, yeah uh, probably written by Bobby Kotick under his name. Um, careful on that. <laughs> look, look, we're just going on the idea that the last e- last massive email that basically said, don't fuck with us, didn't come from the person who wrote it. Yeah, pretty who much. said they wrote it, so, you know. Um, but yeah. So at this at this point, oh, ah, right, ah. <laughs> so Steph said regarding the cyberpunk thing, um, I found it. It wasn't that they won, but it was something. Uh, it was something was wrong. Uh, funniest thing is cyberpunk doesn't even refer to itself as an RPG anymore, and says it's in the action adventure game. So that just says to me it was shoehorned in by the Game Awards to think that people would actually vote for it. Pretty much. And the answers, yeah, and the answers, no. There were four much better RPGs there. I mean, having a look at the list, they were they were there: Tales of Arise, Monster Hunter Rise, um, SMT Five, which, to be fair, had only just come out two days before it got nominated in the Game Awards. But it's a good game. Good game. And then, the, and there was there was another one I've forgotten. Um, what was there? Oh, uh, Scarlet Nexus. Yes. 
Thank you, Scarlet as well. Another yeah. game that I haven't which heard is, of. Which is, a, which is also another good game. If you've got Game Pass, you should give it a shot. It's on there. Sapphire has it, I um, don't. Well, then, don't in that case, you just... Oh, well, that's a shame. So, anyway, this email was written out um, in a response to uh, Activision Blizzard staff basically deciding enough's enough. And they were going to do two things. They were going to strike. And before doing that, so they could legitimately strike, unionize. Which has um, obviously put Activision in the, oh dear God, oh dear God, please don't, please don't, please don't. Please do, please and, do, um, please do. But yeah, we'll just cut the, we'll just do the big thing in bold because it was bold when he was writing on this. But he he basically talks about um ah yeah there we go so it was leaked um by uh, senior test analyst Jessica Gonzalez, who is part of also uh, also part of the uh, what is it called a better Activision Blizzard. The, okay. like, the Twitter group that they, they do on that but yeah, in bold he's talking about like the Communications Workers of America Union that they all want to join and he's in, you know, in bold, I want to be clear about this the leadership of Activision Blizzard supports your right under the National Labor Relations Act to make your own decision about whether or not to join a union but then it's basically uh, later down the line has just said just, you know once you sign that document, you'll have signed over the uh, the the union to the exclusive right to represent you. Well, duh. That's, That's kind why of the they're point. fucking doing it. It's kind you know? of the point, guys. Yeah, but it basically comes line to you know, is it's basically stop, don't join the union. We'll sort it out. Promise. They haven't done since when did when did this when did this all start? It was summer, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely in the summer. Yeah, the summer of this year. They've had half a year. And that, that half a year they've spent denying it happened. Almost entirely just denying it that the, either they ha- it, that it happened or that they had any involvement in it. Mm-hmm. That's been the whole thing. Deny yeah. that it happened or deny that you have an involvement in it. Yeah, and... And then and then go, oh no, we're we're working to get this sorted. We are, honest. Look, we've hired a woman to lead the company. Yeah? Tick that box. Oh wait, oh you want her, you want her to be paid the same as the man that she shares the same position with? No. No, don't be stupid. Oh wait, she's leaving. And she's called us out on it. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> fuck. Uh um, don't don't unionize, please. Yeah, and that's and that's basically the catch up of what's happened very recently. Don't unionize. So, I like my job. Yeah. So um, oh, Steph says my work don't like unions. Yeah, well, that is that's that's a UK thing. That's that's like the Conservative Party over here. Well, union busted. They 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 don't want that shit. My industry is not allowed to unionize. Why? If the trucking industry ever unionizes, it can shut down the economy. Okay, yeah, that... Mm. It's actually against the law in all of North America, probably all the way around the world, for the trucking industry to unionize. Like, you know how, like, the electricians can have a union? Mm. Um, 
like different trades can have a union. Well, my trade cannot because we could literally shut down the economy and nobody could get their essential work. Like uh, nobody could get anything essential. Um, certain companies have unions. So like my company itself could technically have a union if they wanted to to protect our truck drivers, but that would only affect our company, which would end up putting our company out of business if our trucks ever went on strike, so they won't do it. Like okay. if, the, if the truckers union of Challenger, which is the company I work for, decides, oh, all the truckers are going to go on strike because they want more money, the company would literally go bankrupt in days or weeks because that's the whole way of it getting money is those trucks rolling mm. down the road. If they stop rolling down the road, they've paid these contracts, which usually have late fees. And if all the loads are no longer, any more loads are being delivered, and now they're paying late fees for these loads, it, they're in negative money <laughs> pretty yeah, quick. Things, things can go fuck up quite quickly. Yeah. Um, Steph makes a point over here, it is a little sort of different. You know, if you are a company, you can unionize. It's just. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, technically, Challenger oh, could have a union for the truck drivers. It would be an internal union, not like in Ontario, we have the electricians' union, which is all electricians can sign up to be part of that union to equal out pay and equalize a lot of, like, safety features and stuff like that. Like, so it's all grouped into one category kind of thing. It's not a yeah. union for the company. It's a union for the province. Got you. They still uh, work okay. at different companies, but they have a union rep at each of those companies. Depending on, like, obviously the company can opt in or out of that union. Mm. But a lot of, uh, like, if you have a, your electrician's trade, unless you're working on your own, you're probably going to not join a company that's not in that union. Because that union's going to take care of you. Yeah. But if you're if you yourself, your own little small company, then um, then you can have your own electrician's company, but then you have to still abide by the laws, like the, the safety laws that they have in place as well. But you mm. don't have to go by their pay structures and other structures that they have. That's the only thing you can get out of. Right. I get you. But, Steph, Steph uh, concurs on that yes. one as well. But like I said, for the trucking industry, there's no, there is no bulk union kind of thing. Yeah, that's like Drew just said. Most companies don't want unions because management can get away with, uh, can't get away with as much. And basically, yeah. they're the union will basically get the employees too much money, and end up. In the long run, it hurts the company, but it also keeps the morale of the employees up, which helps the company. Mm -hmm. So it's it's you know, it's a careful, it's a tightrope that they have to yeah. walk. Oh well, yeah, I was about to say, you know what, you know what usually keeps employees happy, and you know, management that actually gives a shit about the employees. Yes, yeah, that takes care of their employees. Yeah, and that that usually works. You don't have to unionize. You don't have to have the threat of unionization if the situation was right in the first place so. yeah so you know 
there's a there's a there's some business there. We usually try and keep like business and finance with Duncan as as a as a separate thing, but uh, we need to, we need to get Duncan in on this at some point. Maybe yeah. that's where we maybe that's where we do the pre-recorded Christmas one. <laughs> get as many people as we can, just to talk business. You know, join and yeah, and, and we'll get know, Duncan to talk stuff. business. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll just set up a couple of like mini games or something like that that I used to do on some of the old uh, the older vodcasts. Or vidcast, yeah. But um, yeah, we'll we'll get on that. Uh, right. Let's move on with some more news then. Are we getting uh, out of the what the fuck the blizzard? Yeah, that's 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 what the fuck blizzard for today. Is this the this PC week. gamer Game Pass? No. Fanbite. Right at the top of the news, Steph put it in because of his, the oh okay the issues. Um, but now we're learning a little bit more about sort of why. The server issues for Final Fantasy are are there. Um, so according to this fanbyte article, um, big old uh, Naoki Yoshida, big director of Final Fantasy fourteen, has basically just turned around and said, "Well, actually, these are just messages, but they, they still continue." So there were still issues with what was called the Error two thousand and two issue, which was just getting disconnected from the server while queuing. So you're in a queue, you get disconnected, and you have to start over. Yeah, sometimes, That's... sometimes it would keep your place in the queue. Other times it wouldn't. That's but the, that sort of been that sort of been fixed mostly now. Mostly. Um, part of the update that uh, that Yoshida talked about was some world zone outages. Certain areas would just drop and disconnect, which was all fun. And then a particular little error that apparently caused error nine thousand and two and nine thousand and six, um, which was being kicked in the middle of a cutscene, which is annoying. And then I'm assuming you have to wait in queue again. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Then you'd end up in the queue and possibly try and experience error two thousand and two again. Um, part of that recently though, there were there were there was a hot fix that has sort of reduced. <laughs> He hasn't been paying attention to chat. But we started a union. Yeah, the Immaterial Gamers Union. Yeah. Why why do you... You're a tyrant! Look, Stefan said you're a tyrant. I'm a tyrant? Oh, you cheeky... (laughs) (laughs) We did it underneath his nose and everything, right in front of his face. Even even Martin's getting underneath now. He's saying he feels oppressed by our rulers. Yep. Hardly, hardly. Currently, at the moment, the ruler is... The ruler is an AI. Um, <laughs> we shouldn't mention the AI. Don't want to. Don't want to. So we'll talk about that near the end of the podcast. Don't worry about it. Um, no, Perky, please. No, don't. No. <laughs> Perky's yeah. coming after you. Yeah. 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 No, no stop calling him the darkest of angers. No, no, you can't say that about Steph either. Oh, he's got he's got beefs with Steph. No, he didn't name it as the 113th sword. It's Mana Mooney for a start. <laughs> you, sometimes, sometimes it's it's really tough having he, to. He's to a learning AI. Give him a break. He's still learning. He's getting better. Yeah. He has some typos in his script. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, prefer, I, mean I mean, to be, fa- I mean, to be fair, I prefer if he didn't start sitting there and you know, you know, laying into individual members of Immaterial Gamers. <laughs> to be honest, but. 
Oh, he's gonna be the next part of the union. He's gonna be the union uh, rep. Why does he need a union? No, he's gonna be the union rep. I really prefer not. Stuff saying bring yeah. it your AI. Well, he's gonna fight that AI. Well, he's 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 wanting he's wanting everyone. Okay, we'll take a little break in the news at the moment. They we're setting up our he's taking over from me. <laughs> oh, not if I can not if I can bloody help it. Um yeah, we're, we're, we're getting prepared. We're doing our little call-outs for the rest of the Immaterial Games to join in with our uh, prediction competition that happens during League of Legends tournaments, the Immaterial Gamers Fantasy League. Um, this year, and I'll, we'll, there'll be probably a, like a teaser video coming up closer to the time. Um, last last season, we had, or Terry had set up a couple of scripts um, for a couple of bots that we codenamed Pinky and Perky. Um, Pinky was the coin flip bot, and would, so would just take every, every, what was it? Every objective, and just toss a coin for one of the two teams. Perky was a learning bot, and so the more information that it had, the more accurate its predictions would try to be based off previous form of teams. Throughout the throughout the season, yeah, it goes and, off and its, we, uh, It goes off the how they've been scoring that season. It the mm-hmm. first, I think the first two weeks I do it so that it uses last season's scores. Yeah, just because it will have nothing to go by, it would be purely random the first week. So I try to go by the last, um, the last season's scores. And then after the first two weeks, I only use this season's scores. Mm. So, you can, so you can take its like prior form and like pre pre season nerves or whatever, and then it gets that information and just tries to go a little bit forward. And we we'd set it up. Hi, Stefan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stefan's face wow. is on my uh, on the oh, yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it right in the middle. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, Steph's not messing around this year. Now that, now that the, yeah, now that what we're doing is we we put those bots to the side and just let them have their own little competition. Not this year. They're joining us. Woo! So there's a potential. There is the potential that not one human wins the fantasy league this year. Well, technically, because it could go to a bot. Technically, didn't they end up winning last year? <laughs> um. When I can't remember if I put them in. I can't remember if I put votes in for the last two sections, though. Um, no, they didn't. They didn't take part in that. So if we did it based based off the regular season, the regular split alone, um, Perky definitely would have won. Yeah, that's going to be hard for me to figure out. Is I got to figure out how I'm going to make them do those last selections because the last mm-hmm. ones are a little bit more different. They have, uh, they re- they require. Um, the scores, yeah, like how many times yeah. they win out of five. Yeah, you got a little so. bit of time to figure it out, I guess. Yeah, the se- season doesn't start until the fourteenth of January, so still a month to go yet. Thirty-one but, uh, yeah, we did, we days. Yeah, but we just add that in there. But I kind of like messed with the immaterial gamers by making Perky Bot a character and. Officially, well, technically, for at least the fantasy league, Perky is now part of the immaterial games. 
Um, so uh, yeah, that that. Turkey's a real boy. Oh God, is it? Is it? Is a bot named after a singing pig? That's just, just, just madness. Right. Anyway, now that we now that we've just sort of moved on, you don't mess with us. You didn't mess with us. He's taken over. Ah <laughs> uh, well. He is yeah, inside your head. He, you yeah. are now run by Perky AI. He's, he's living rent-free inside my head. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh no, you shut up. Anyway, um, right. I, I, I did send a private message to Steph, uh, to Terry this evening, and just like basically said, I've, I've just, I've jumped the shark in terms of my mental state now, haven't I? I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I am now both part of Immaterial Gamers and the AI destined to try and take down Immaterial Gamers. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Um. So yeah. Oh, so those server issues for Final Fantasy, by the way, like I said, a lot of those have been fixed. Um. But the queues are going to be there for the foreseeable future due to issues obtaining the parts required to build servers. Oh, so they actually have their own servers. They don't rent mm-hmm. server hosts. No, no. So they're wanting to buy servers because they know that the, the popularity is there and is looking like it's going to be staying there. What for the I don't understand future, so. is why don't they temporarily rent servers? They're going to lose so much people just from frustration. Yeah. Like they could rent servers temporarily till they get the servers to handle it or just about handle it at least. Perky, Perky, get out with that. I've taken over the one you call Stefan's oh, account to stop his negativity against Perky. Oh, dear God. Stefan account? <laughs> the one you call Stefan account? I, I mean, I think I think maybe 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 he takes over the, the, oh, the he's taken over his... of the person as he or maybe he's just taking over his Twitch. Like, I mean, like you said, he's a learning AI. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Learning. Elon Musk wants to put chips inside her head. Elon Musk is apparently Time Person of the Year for 2021. He's what How person? How the fuck did that happen? Time Magazine's is he? Person of the Year. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Good on him. Right, Honestly, I have nothing well, bad to say against Elon Musk. I don't know. He did name his he did name his child after a chemical equation. So yeah, yeah that that was a weird one. Oh, eh, I guess. Right, PC gamer. So you know PC Xbox gamer. Game Pass for PC. We've been we've been doing that. I'm going to take down. I'm going to be take down all the empty. Dear God, Perky's. I think I got, I think I think I got to work on his code though. It's got a lot of grammar issues in it. Grammatical mm. errors. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, game, game Xbox Game Pass for PC has a new name. It was announced during the Game Awards. It will now be called PC Game Pass. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the tweet that, P, that, that the PC Game Pass account just said. It's just that we heard a rumor that we're changing our logo and name. That rumor is true. And that, yeah, that's just what it is. I guess it this does. This rumor is true. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Xbox Game Pass for PC just wasn't. I was created to take you all down, not to speak. <laughs> well, that kind of makes sense. You know, that's kind of makes sense. It, it, yeah, I mean, it did. It did speak, but still. So yeah, 
it's now no longer Game Pass for PC or Xbox Game Pass for PC. It's PC Game Pass. It doesn't matter for me. I'm on Game Pass Ultimate, which, which doesn't both. care whether it's Xbox, yeah, or PC. It's just yeah, both plus Xbox Live. So you know that that works out. Yeah, I think that's, so that's what that's Sapphire's that's... on. Yeah, it's a good it's a good thing for a couple of quid more a month. Yeah, it I, makes sense. I me. had Xbox Game Pass for the one dollar of the month, mm. and I tried playing Minecraft Dungeons on it, and then decided I didn't feel like playing it anymore, so I just got rid of it. No. Oh dear. Need more than just my. Turkey's uh, learning a language. Awesome. Oh god. Soon he'll be you the best Englishman English. ever. What 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 have we started, Terry? What what's? Oh dear. It's all. Bad. By the way, on that, if you're wanting to get res- um like details or like stats from the first couple of weeks before I clear the spreadsheet, you probably best look into it. Oh yes, thank you for that. Um, so that's just a an important thing. Right, final bit of news then for the week, and then we can wrap this podcast up, and hopefully the AI can get out of Stefan's head. Um. Henry Cavill is, you know, yeah, Hollywood is currently taking over Vin Diesel as Hollywood's biggest nerd. But but what about D and Diesel? D and Diesel, nice. Is that actually what he's called, or is that just something that you've just named him? No, he uh, he did a he joined the Critical Role team. Uh, who's oh. Uh, yeah, Geek I know. And Sundry. Yeah, and he actually played a game of D and D for with them, and everybody called and is it. Is that D&D what they Diesel. just called it, D and Diesel? Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. I don't know how we can do that with Henry Cavill. How does, how does that work, Henry Cavill? I have no idea. Henroll Cavill? It doesn't really work. It, it doesn't um, work with D and D. We'd have to find something yeah, else. He's been around a bit. He was on the Graham Norton show uh, last week where he put Graham Norton in his place because he was talking about, oh, you build models, do you? A world of, uh, was it Warcraft models? And then it just cuts to just Henry Cavill. He just goes, no, no, it's Warhammer. Oh. So, yeah, he's been around, you know, geeking out, you know, part of the Witcher. And, you know, he was in, you know, he was Superman. I mean, still technically is if the Warner Brothers... DC Universe actually gets its head out of his own ass, um, and yeah, he did the did the the shirtless build of his own gaming PC, which he then played he Witcher would. three on, and then uh, yeah, builds Warhand models. And now, according to Eurogamer, he's interested in um, wanting to be in a Mass Effect TV series. I could only assume he would want to be Commander Shepard. Probably. Um, yeah, because this this comes out according to Eurogame. It's a back in February he shared an Instagram post with a blurred out script that people were going oh, Mass Effect, right? Mass Effect. Um, nothing happened further from that, but uh, he he was asked by Games Radar magazine or the website Games Radar if he would be interested in starring in the Mass Effect TV show, and uh, basically. Well, his, his, his quote, if you want to paraphrase it, is Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, if the series has found a home. 
Um, and the last bit on that is that Amazon Studios were looking to pick up the rights for the Mass Effect TV series. Oh, that'd be good. Um, not not everyone not everyone who worked on Mass Effect was a uh, was happy with the idea though. Uh, according to the, the last line of the article, former Bioware writer David Gader said the idea made him cringe. I. Why would I it mean, make him cringe? Well, I guess I guess. I mean, I could look into the other article on that, but I guess, if, in my personal opinion, the tough thing about doing making an ad- adaptation of something like Mass Effect is that choice was such a big part of the game that trying to establish a canon, unless you made it an interactive show, which then is its own, it's got its own problems. It's I can, still I can like... kind of see where that would come along. I mean, you know, I mean, and you know, some people could argue, well, it doesn't really matter about choice being made. There was really no choice at the end of the game, was there? It was like, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. All the choices that you made in the game, it all came down to push green lever, push red lever, push blue lever, push all the levers. Oh well, don't push any lever. There was a fourth ending. Shoot the person who gave you the choice of the levers. That was an ending. Huh. But you know they could do it right, and you know streaming services generally popularity of shows can come through. I mean, I never really got into The Witcher. I watched one episode and I went, "Uh, shall I watch episode two? And that was that was a year and a half ago. In other words, no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Look, I watched one episode of Squid Game. I know Squid Game now. You only watched one episode of it? One episode. Hey, I, I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole thing. I should I, like I keep saying I'll get round to watching the rest myself. Me and Martin watched it. Martin didn't think Martin's you know, he was on the idea I've watched one episode. Yeah, well I can it, see what the fuss I can see what the fuss was about, I just don't know if it's my fuss. It's like me, like I watched every episode of Game of Thrones, except for the very last mm. episode. Is there a reason why? No, I just didn't want to watch the last episode at that time, and I never got back to it. Uh, I still have not seen the very last episode of Game of Thrones. And and I'm like, I should really watch that. And now everything has told me pretty much what's going to happen, and I barely remember the whole story of it, too. So, like, it's almost like I'd have to go back and watch the whole thing all over again. But I'm not doing that. That's way too (laughs) fucking long. Fair enough. Oh dear me! So uh, yeah, you know what? If there is a Mass Effect TV show, it may end up becoming an Immaterial Gamers review. Um, what we do have to realize also review? what was announced. No. <laughs> Four hour review. No. Four hour each episode. Nope. <laughs> no, we're we're learning from that. We just we need to be more concise. Shoot, pick and choose what you want to talk about. Yeah, you, um, if you're whoever you're doing it with actually have a conversation with before and figure out what you want to talk about. Mm. Yeah. What parts stood out. Mm-hmm. But um, what will happen, and uh, I, need to, I need to speak with Steph about this because this may end up becoming Immaterial Gamers tradition, um, the official announcement of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie was also announced at the Game Awards. Was it? Yeah. 
Uh, Idris Elba is Knuckles. I didn't see we, the first We knew one. that already, but but um, you know, they brought everyone in, and it's out globally April the eighth. So uh, it's not as it's not as funny as the as as what me and Steph did with watching the first one, where we watched it on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's cute. Oh. You guys went on the Valentine's Day date together. So my mine was like saying this should should just come out on April the first, but no, April the eighth, and yeah, we'll have to make a date of it. Just make it its tradition. Just watch it when it comes out. But we may just review it this time. Video game related, it works right. See, I think you guys have to go on Valentine's Day again. But it you does make it's that. Not out on no, Valentine's you Day. have to wait until it's in theaters on Valentine's Day. But it's, it's your Valentine's. Be... It's it's your Valentine's date. Well, it's just me and Steph on Valentine's Day, just go and watch another film. Yep. Every Valentine's Day, you guys have to watch a film. Preferably, Look, the we've Sonic got a busy. Films. We we got a busy two weeks already. We've got to find a way of watching the new Spider-Man film and the new Matrix film before the country locks down again. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I, I, I had to bring it down until the end of it, but. Uh... All right. Anyway. We should probably wrap this up then yeah. before I end up crying in a corner. I think that's all the news. Uh, it is all the news. And it's starting to get dark here, so just in yeah. time. You know I'm what? slowly I'm losing all my light. Reset. I'm going to reset the light switch. There we go. That's been circling all eight colours that it can do. Yeah. Eleven colours that it could do. All, all right. Podcast. So, uh, so yeah, let's take us out. If you like what you see, like, follow, subscribe. We have YouTube, everything. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter, is it? Yep. Yeah. Yep, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We don't have a TikTok yet because we're old. Yeah. We're, we're, we're too old for that. And uh, mm. audio versions of this podcast are available everywhere you get a podcast. So, uh, yes, including you... Google Play now. I'm pretty sure I found it on Google Play before. No, I officially claimed it on Google Play last okay. week. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I found it there. But either well, way. Yeah. It's officially yeah. there now. If you find anywhere else that we're that you can't seem to find us, let us know. And I'll, yep. I'll yell at Ryan. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. See you later. Peace. <laughs>